everybody. Welcome in to another Sumner County Sports Show. I believe this is episode 52. Hard to believe that we are rolling right along on our way to 100 episodes. We, of course, are sponsored by Brewster's Real Ice Cream of Hendersonville. Fresh homemade ice cream, never deep frozen. 150 flavors rotated daily. Fresh baked waffle cones and vegan ice cream made with oat milk. Over 14 flavors. You see them right there, that address. They've got a new open date, January 8, 2023. They will be ready to take orders and serve you. I know uh, they were waiting on some things from the city to take take care of. I think paving was one of them. And so, uh, again, January 8th, they will be open. They are also hiring crew leaders and ice cream makers. They offer a fun team atmosphere with growth opportunities. You can visit their Facebook page or apply online at brewsters.com backslash jobs. Okay, let's jump right into the episode. And simply because he is waiting on us, we are welcoming in today Dr. Charles Wade of Pope John Paul II Preparatory School. He is the head boys basketball coach. Coach, welcome in, man. Thanks so much for doing this. Well, thanks for having me, Zach. I'm very excited to do it. Pumped, uh, pumped to be a part of it. Yeah, absolutely. Had to have you in. Um, we're kind of now we're fully into basketball season, if you will. Football's over and uh, really just kind of submerging ourselves into hoop season. Hardwood, you guys are having a really good start to your, your year. Eight and one on the season. Six wins in a row since losing to Hillwood by three. But otherwise, perfect on the year. Um, I guess my question for you, Coach Wade, is, you know, to have early season success, you really kind of can attribute it to the offseason, the summer, fall workouts. I guess what went right for you guys this offseason to kind of lend you to this early season success? Um, I would I would attribute it back to our summer. Uh, we played some really good teams, especially to end our summer. We played uh, East Nashville over at TSU, which was a really good test for us. We played a really good Blythefield team down at Union. I think they're like number two or three at Arkansas and number six in the Memphis area. area. Then we played a really good Houston team down at BCAT uh, in Memphis. Um, it was a really good test for us. We, 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 we was fortunate to win that game, but we knew then that we, we had a team that could be really successful. Um, we're young. We still show some of that immaturity. Um, sometimes it happened um, to us in the Hillwood game, but we are really kind of finding our, squad, our stride. We have a long way to go, but uh, I'm excited about what this team could accomplish. Dr. Charles Wade visiting us today on the Sumner County Sports Show. Coach, you're in your seventh year at Pope Prep. First off, has, does it feel like you, you're in year seven? And, and secondly, how have you changed as a head coach in, in your seven years leading this program? Uh, no, it uh, time definitely flies by. Uh, I, I feel like I've really evolved as a coach uh, just – as far as, as far as being able to pay a little bit more attention to detail, but also just trying to relate to kids as they've changed over the years. I think I inherited a kind of a more of a uh, old school bunch that uh, Kippy uh, that coached up and was was a veteran group. And then I started kind of we started rebuilding the program and I I grew up with some of the players like Sam and 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 Sabino and Connor and, and Tristan. So. Um, I feel like I have to kind of change my style to be a little bit more uh, uh, players coach as as I've uh, spent more time here at Pope. Uh, kids are definitely a little bit different, different interests. Uh, 
I have to pay a little bit more attention to social media and things like that, just, you know, to kind of keep their interest. What's the key to, to player development for you? I mean, clearly, you know, whether you get a, whether you get a guy in as a freshman or you get him in, you know, midway through his high school career, now you've got the middle school at Pope prep, you know, I guess what, what's the key to a player's development for you and, and how you get them playing their best basketball, say by, you know, senior year or whenever it may be. Uh, good coaches, good assistant coaches, good coaches at the middle school level. Um, it, it is definitely not a one man show. I think the work that my assistant coaches put into it, um, coach Lang, who's alum here, who's been with me for five years is really good. We just added Ethan Abner, who was a recent coach at Rucker Stewart, who also helped with Ball State, who's an amazing, amazing coach and knows brings a lot of experience. Um, so I, and, and then coach Schimmel down at the middle school level, just, just, just looking in on his practices and some of the things that he does as far as middle school skill drills development really goes a long, uh, uh, goes a long way in helping our players develop. And just, just the experience of meeting players where they are and trying to get them, you know, meshed and play the style of basketball we want to play. So a lot of that comes into the way we practice. We practice fast. We practice hard. So when we get in the games, we are conditioned and we're, we're ready. We're ready to go and compete. Let's look at your schedule again. Um, you know, like I said, eight wins on the year. Uh, there's a couple teams that, that I don't that I don't recognize from tournament play. Uh, I guess which wins kind of stand out to you and, and why? Uh, we had some we had a really good win over Union City over at Lead Academy, the Mike Mitchell uh, classic. We had a young man that scored 43 on us. And, you know, we, we had a, a nice comfortable lead to start the game up, but our youth, again, we kind of get bored sometimes and not play to our potential. And that that's happened to us quite a bit. And we let them back in the game and we had to go to overtime, but I do believe the Hill will lost and some of the things that happened in that game helped us win that game. Same thing with Marist down in, um, uh, when we played them at Notre Dame, uh, very good group. They they played the opposite style as as we do. They wanted to slow things down, and you know they jumped on us eighteen to six. We we hadn't played two three zone all year, but they was running their offense hundred miles per hour, and we had and we were coming off a of back to back, so we had to jump into a zone, and we did very well in it. Um, again, going back to the summer, and and it it helped us pull out a win, but it was also another close one. It, I don't think if we don't have that Hillwood game to test us and 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 kind of teach us some lessons, we might have would have lost both of those games. So I, I think it's uh, that's really the two that comes to mind. Going to continue to test yourself Friday night. Uh, you go against Centennial on the road. I think they're eight and one as well. And then you you participate in the uh, Kentucky Tennessee border battle. At all. So I guess first question uh, for a group of questions, but first question is, you know, how do you handle that 36 hour stretch between going on the road to Centennial, coming home and then going up to Kentucky for the, the border battle? It's it's tough. Those back to back is tough and you have to really kind of plan with both in mind. But, I, you know, my my first uh, priority is getting us ready for the Centennial game. Sure. And then my mind kind of goes to what what do we need to do the next day? And I, I really like to kind of fill out my team after the game, how how tough was the game, 
how much do I need to let them sleep in before they come in the next morning? Um, generally, we don't have to do a walkthrough the next morning. We get some shots up and watch film and try to get prepped that way. Uh, but yeah, it, it's really tough to to play those back to backs. But it, it's a good lesson because we'll have a few region games that we'd have to play. We'll play Friday night and we'll turn around and play Saturday. So I feel like it's a, it's a good experience to get ready for those. I guess one one other question I have regarding this border battle is is why compete in it? And is there? A, I mean, I don't know the teams that are there, but is there a sense of pride? I guess representing the state of Tennessee going into that tournament. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, th I think all the teams that are traveling over from Tennessee want to do Tennessee proud. Uh, our our level of competition in this state has grown since I've taken the job seven years ago. Um, it's, it's real competitive. It's really, really good basketball going going on here in the mid-state. So I'm I'm excited to kind of test ourselves for for against a really good McCracken County team, and um, and it's a good test for kind of what we'll see in our region. You don't just stop with that tournament. You've got two more before the end of the, the calendar year. You go to Riverdale for the Adidas shootout. You've got the King of the Hill uh, tournament at Summit. I guess, what are you getting out of those? Or what do you want your team, what do you want your team to get out of those tournaments? Oh, uh, you want to, you want to find teams that play different style of basketball um, and put you in situations that you're uncomfortable with. So when you get, to late February and and when you're in the dog days of region play that you're you're prepared to see and have seen mostly everything. Um, I think that's what you get out of playing these preseason games. Uh, you always want to test yourself and have a really good schedule to where you don't get this false sense of of how good you want to make yourself think you are. So I think we the last three years, we've really bolstered our schedule and just uh, part of it is because if, if we don't, we'll, we will get exposed when we get into region play. Speaking of region play, I mean, you guys waste no time jumping into league action once the new year starts. January 3rd versus Lipscomb Academy. We both know how that series went last year. Um, I guess kind of general question, what, what does the league look like this season? Uh, it's it's going to be as tough as ever. Uh, Lipscomb was probably one of the teams to beat right along with BA and NBA. Once they get Mar uh, Marcel back, they'll be they'll be a tough out. Um, it's it's going to be a knockdown drag out league. Uh, we've lost a couple D one players over the last couple of years, so always you, you're always looking for somebody to replace those guys, but. I don't know if it was quite as deep as last year, but it's 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 hard to tell until you really get into it. Yeah, that that league is something else. But listen, we haven't even talked about your roster, Coach Wade. So let's go over that a little bit. Uh, who, who's kind of who's kind of your guys this year? Who are you leaning on? And let's just talk about that experience that uh, your returning starters are bringing back this year from from what was a really good team in in 2021, 2022. I, I mean, Fred Bailey's been. Yeah. Fantastic. He's had a 41 point game. He's averaging almost 20 a game. He's seven rebounds, six assists, um, flirting with a triple double almost every other night. Uh, Antonio will be big for us, but he's been battling an ankle injury since game two. So he's kind of been in and out, but he's not yet been himself. He's going to be huge going forward. 
Um, and then Trey, who was an eighth grader last year that played quite a bit for us, Trey Pearson, and he's having mm-hmm. quite a freshman year. Um, what a talent he is. We're, I mean, he, he has D1 written all over him, and, and he's still learning. And once he really, really gets it, he's, he's going to be one of the best guards in this state. And then we have another freshman, Jerron Talley, who is um, he's he's going to be special. Uh, it's he he's starting to get better and better every game. Uh, the great thing about Jerron, he came in, he was an offensive guy, but what he's given us on the defensive end has been been spectacular. And then Blaine Borum, who transferred in from Father Ryan, man, that guy can shoot. The lights out. I think he's hit 15 threes in the last four games. He's shooting up over 44%. He's been been huge for us. And then another junior chase uh, Edwards, who had some uh, some varsity experience last year. He's uh, he's a phenomenal three four athlete for us. Can defend four positions. He rebounds, help handle the ball. Uh, and then. And, you know, I got a six, seven sophomore Camden days who can do a little bit of everything for us. And then um, Donovan James Jr. that that um, has been big and Tony while Tony was recovering. He's a guy that can run the floor, block shots, um, great offensive rebounder. Can he he can defend the post and guard position. Um, I can go on and on. This roster really gets me excited. We get, We got some. Um, good young talent. And the great thing is all of them are coming back next year. So I'm really, really excited. Yeah, it sounds like you should be. So uh, like I mentioned, going to have some really important games coming up. A lot of tournament play uh, on the road Friday at Centennial, again on the road at Kentucky-Tennessee Border Battle, on the road again at Riverdale, at Summit. So uh, I'm sure fans will be eager to, to see you guys in home January 3rd against Lipscomb Academy. Thank you, as always, for your time, and best of luck uh, this season. We'll catch up soon, okay, Coach? Thanks uh, thanks for having me, and um, well, thanks for the well wishes. I'm sure I'll see you on down the road. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Thanks again to Dr. Charles Wade from Pope Prep joining us on the Sumner County Sports Show, kind of opening the show with us today. We typically go um, three big things to open it, but he was, he was ready to go. We appreciate that uh, so very much. So what we're going to do, we're going to jump to a break. Uh, when we come back from break, we're going to hit on all the big points for today, which is, of course, Beach, uh, their football their football game against some, uh, excuse me, against Oakland. You probably heard of it for the Class 6A title. We'll go over our uh, Sumner County girls soccer team and much more. So don't go anywhere. This is the Sumner County Sports Show powered by Brewster's Real Ice Cream. Walmart Supply Chain is hiring in Lebanon. Earn up to $22.25 an hour when you join our new fulfillment center. Enjoy competitive pay and premium perks, including 100% paid college tuition, 401k match, flexible schedules, a free Walmart Plus membership that includes discounts, and free Paramount Plus, paid time off, and so much more. Fulfilling work starts right here text JOIN to 240-240. That's JOIN 240-240 to apply now. Brewster's Real Ice Cream features fresh homemade ice cream made right in our store each day. 
Offering 150 different flavors rotated daily, we offer a full line of vegan ice cream made with oat milk and no sugar added fat-free options. We also offer Italian ices, sherbets, and fresh fruit sorbets. There is something for everyone. Enjoy your delicious treat with a fresh baked waffle cone located in the Lowe's parking lot next to Zaxby's in Hendersonville. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. I thought it was good. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was no big deal. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I thought I could hold my liquor. Just like that, we are back here on the Sumner County Sports Show, powered by Brewster's Real Ice Cream. Justin, I'm so sorry, man. I never give you time to let me bring in on the music. We, we talk about it every week, pre-production, like, hey, we're going to let you come in on some tunes. And then I just, I, I nix it every time. I just never allow it to happen. Uh, also, also this morning, I forgot to tell you, Justin, I was tuning in to, um, to Mornings on Main Street this morning when you put up the graphic of you and me for the Spider-Man meme and uh, that, that got you and Chris laughing. So I thought that was, I thought that was pretty funny. So uh, yeah, that, that was good. That was a good reaction by, by Chris too. It was amazing. He's about just as behind the scenes saying, laughing, saying how amazing it was. And it was, uh, it was pretty funny. So, but anyway, we move forward here on the Sumner County sports show. I told you before we took the break that we were going to kind of talk about beach football success, their run to Chattanooga. We've hit on it a lot over the last several weeks, and, and why not, right? I mean, being in Classic A football, that's the it's the best of the best in public school. They, they as you see right there, as you are well aware, you know, unless I guess you've been living under a rock, but they lost Saturday's game and they fell one win shy of that third goal ball right there, and uh, you know, forty two to six loss to Oakland. I, I don't think is uh, indicative of of their season uh, that game, but it was just kind of ballooned. In the third quarter, I mean, it, it was a 14-6 game. All of a sudden, Oakland scores 28 unanswered, and uh, boom, it kind of it kind of gets out of hand. And you know, I, I was sitting in the press box watching the game, and, and I watched kind of the sequence of plays happen. And and uh, you know, have since that game, I've had a chance to talk with Anthony Crabtree, had a chance to talk with Kevin Creasy. Which uh, my interview with Kevin Creasy, I was actually a guest host with Russell Venosi this week on his podcast, Main Street Preps, this week. Uh, and he had Kevin Creasy on, and, and we were able to kind of catch up with him. And, you know, Crabtree said the same thing. But the sequence right there in the third quarter, it's, you know, Oakland jumps out to a 14 nothing lead. Beach responds. They get a touchdown. They miss the extra point. It's 14-6. to um, They're going into halftime. They get the ball to start the third quarter. They have the opportunity to double-dip the Patriots and, and get back into this football game. And, they're driving. They have a great drive going. They get they get inside of the five. It's it's fourth and three, and uh, Oakland stops them. I think Beach may have gotten two and a half yards, um, but they didn't get the they didn't get the three yards. They turn it over on downs. Uh, you're actually seeing a photo gallery that Justin is kind of cycling through right now in that story. And uh, it, one of the photos in that gallery, you can see the umpire signaling a turnover on downs. Uh, 
and that was the play. That was the fourth down play in the third quarter. And uh, so Beach turns it over on downs. And the very next play, Eric Taylor burst for like 85 yards and sets Oakland up for the touchdown. And, and it kind of is on from there. And and I referenced Anthony Crabtree's quote in my story. He said, quote, it broke our back in that moment. And so uh, Oakland, of course, goes on to, to score 28 more uh, in that third quarter. They went at 42 to 6. They claim TWSWA history is the only school in Class 6A to win three straight Blue Cross Bowls. Congratulations to them. I mean, Kevin Creasy, the success that he has in Oakland and, and doing it the way that he does it. Listen, Murfreesboro is a pretty big city, but uh, they have multiple high schools in that city. They have Riverdale, Blackman. Uh, you've got Rockville down the road. You've got Smyrna down the road. So a lot of different options for kids these days. And for, for what Coach Creasy has done is amazing and is to be celebrated. So congratulations. Um, on the, My final thought is congratulations to Oakland High School on winning uh, the three straight classic say gold footballs. Congratulations to Kevin Creasy for kind of just cementing what we already know about him in the mid-state, cementing himself as one of the state's best head coaches and uh, closing it out with a big 42-6 to victory over Beach High School. And so that will do it, I guess. That will kind of put a bow uh, on coverage, I guess you could say. I guess we're going to do a little bit uh, here after this next point. But going over our, our all-county Sumner County, our all-Sumner County girls soccer team was announced. If you missed that uh, last week, it's on MainStreetPreps.com, highlighted by Katie Shea Collins, junior Pope Prep, Pope Prep uh, kind of striker. She is committed to South, South Carolina. Uh, she's only a junior. She'll be back for a senior year, but she kind of headlines our all-county team. You can, again, check that out on MainStreetPreps.com. Uh, we gave out superlatives for uh, Defensive Player of the Year, uh, Coach of the Year, Team of the Year. So it was a kind of a banner year for soccer in Sumner County. We had uh, three teams make it to Murfreesboro, be, or excuse me, not Murfreesboro, but to Chattanooga, uh, where, the, where they hold the last two uh, state tournaments. You had Merrill Hyde, you had Gallatin, and you had Station Camp. And so it was really tough choosing the all-county team this year. Uh, that's why you have two teams, and then the all the honorable mention team is basically a team of its own. I mean, it kind of is littered with standout players um, from start to finish. And so congratulations to all the girls who were nominated for the all-county team, who made the all-county team. Again, it was a banner season in Sumner County for girls soccer, and I look forward to what next year uh, has to hold as well. Before we take our final break, or I guess actually let's do this, Justin. Let's take a one a one commercial break, a Brewster's break. Uh, let's get a Brewster's ad read in. When we come when we come back, we'll hand out Player of the Week. So don't go anywhere. This is the Sumner County Sports Show, powered by Brewster's Real Ice Cream. Brewster's Real Ice Cream features fresh homemade ice cream made right in our store each day. Offering 150 different flavors rotated daily, we offer a full line of vegan ice cream made with oat milk and no sugar added fat-free options. We also offer Italian ices, sherbets, and fresh fruit sorbets. There is something for everyone. Enjoy your delicious treat with a fresh baked waffle cone located in the Lowe's parking lot next to Zaxby's in Henderson.
really want to thank Brewster's Real Ice Cream of Hendersonville for sponsoring the Sunder County Sports Show. As we mentioned, they open January 8th, and they are hiring for crewleaders and ice cream makers. They offer a fun team atmosphere with growth, growth opportunities. You can visit their Facebook page or apply online at brewsters.com backslash jobs. Brewster's Real Ice Cream, where it's fresh homemade ice cream, never deep frozen, 150 flavors rotated daily. They have vegan ice cream as well, made with oat milk, 14 flavors with fresh baked waffle cones. Located in the Lowe's parking lot next to Zaxby's in Hendersonville, stop by for a delicious treat from a scoop above the rest from a brand that continues to set high standards, 350 West Main Street. Tell them Womble sent you. All right, Justin, let's close out today's show uh, with Player of the Week talk as well as a little bit of basketball schedule talk. And we're going to start off Player of the Week. You've seen him once. You've seen him before. I'm sure it won't be the last time you hear of him. Darius Johnson, Beach High School senior running back. Listen, he was awesome this postseason. And I made the statement earlier today with Mr. Nash or with Mr. Football Awards taking place in Nashville this morning. If Mr. Football was a postseason award, you can bank on Darius being in Nashville because he was incredible. 797 yards, 10 total, t- 10 total touchdowns through five games on 76 carries. You're getting a first down every carry, essentially. I mean, he was spectacular this postseason. Had a game over 300 yards rushing, had a game over 200 yards rushing, rushed for over 122 yards in the state championship game. He got so much love and respect from Kevin Creasy, Oakland head coach. And so, uh, again, for the last time this football season, Darius Johnson, our Sumner County Show Player of the Week. All right, Justin, let's hit on our last thing before we head out this week, which is our basketball schedule. We're, we're, we're fully in to basketball season now, as I told Coach Wade, and so we've got a lot going on this week, and we'll kind of run down the schedule. So if you've got somewhere to be, uh, if you don't know where you want to go this week, trust me, I've got plenty of options. Listen, I'm listing mostly uh, home games here in the county, but I, I may throw in a couple of away games because they they're just that good. And you know what? Why not? Right. So starting off uh, with tomorrow's game, Thursday, December 8th, we've only got one game. If you got an opportunity to come on, uh, come on down uh, to Merrill Hyde, I suggest you do so. They play Kip out of Nashville. And so I know they would greatly appreciate your attendance. Merrill Hyde hosting Kip Nashville Thursday, December 8th, Friday. Friday is a big one. I mean, listen, I've got games, galore on Friday highlighted. I think, I think it's highlighted by beach and Ravenwood beach high school. Listen, they're coming off one of the best seasons in school history, both the women and men's boys and girls, girls making, of course, to the final four last year, the boys uh, making it to the state tournament, starting the year with 33 straight wins, setting a school record. Uh, They played, they played the boys did. They played Ravenwood in the sub state last year, section around. So rematch of that. So that should be really, really good as well. Uh, you've got Portland hosting Northeast. That should be a really good non-league action. You've got Station Camp hosting Green Hill. And then, of course, Westmoreland hosting White House Heritage. Next Monday, December 12th, Liberty Creek playing host to Friendship Christian. Westmoreland hosting Providence Christian Academy. That girls game should be a really good one. So next Monday, December 12th, if you're looking for a place to go, Westmoreland Providence Christian Academy or Liberty Creek Friendship Christian 
next Tuesday, December 13th, a big date as well. It seems like Tuesdays and Fridays are always the big dates in high school basketball, uh, but Portland versus Logan County, Springfield, or excuse me, Station Camp at Springfield and Gallatin at Mount Juliet. I can't, I think, highlight uh, that slate. And then Thursday, December 15th, you've got Liberty Creek versus Maplewood in Portland on the road at Fairview. So, a fun week ahead of high school basketball here in Sumner County. I am very much looking forward to it. We'll have full coverage on MainStreetPreps.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Zach Womble MSP. Of course, Main Street Preps at Main Street Preps. You can follow the show here at Sumner County Sports Show. We're, of course, on Facebook and YouTube as well. Give us a follow, like, subscribe, and rate wherever you may be listening. We appreciate you stopping by. This is the Sumner County Sports Show powered by Brewster's Real Ice Cream of Henderson. Thank you.